goes. Yeah. Welcome to the Rap Drugs Pod. Another week of madness from Jay and Todd. It's pretty yeah. cool. The name Pod. What's that? It's pretty cool. Your name rhymes with the name Pod. Todd and Pod. Yeah. Too bad your name isn't like Todd Past or Todd Last or something cool that rhymes with podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but close enough. Close yeah. enough. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. all good. Yeah, if you don't like the bucket, uh, switch to the audio like a lot of our fans do. <laughs> but uh, I'm cheering for the Raptors, and this is like so, some of my only gear, other than uh, a jurors. And I'm not, and I'm saving that one, saving that one for uh, you know when they're when they're in the finals again and beating <laughs> all you American teams up. Whatever yeah. team you cheer for, that isn't the Raptors. Unless it's the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, they suck. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you watch any basketball? or? Uh, not at all. Not really. True. Well, uh, free um, on the uh, internet. If, if what's, you're interested. Yeah. It's pretty interesting just seeing uh, sports being played without people in the crowd. Yeah, I should check that out. That's intense. The UFC stuff was pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, UFC last night was. was yeah, I missed the huge. One. Yeah, I missed. I heard it was uh, the island, the island fights. Oh yeah, it's still going on. I think those were the last fights on the island in June, but there was a lot of fights on the island so far. Yeah. But no, last night specifically, Gustafsson, he's like this pretty prominent guy. Uh, come. He, they come out swinging against Weirdrum. Two and a half minutes into the first round, maybe two minutes into the first round, Weirdrum gets him to the ground, starts pulling some submission moves, trying some shit. This guy's like wriggling all out, fucking gives up his arm the wrong way, has it like this. The other guy's already got him in position and like ends up getting him an arm bar, tapping him pretty fucking nuts that quickly into the the match. But yeah, definitely there was a... There was another guy, too, the very first round. He fought twice on the island in 10 days. Oh, yeah. From the same place as Khabib, Dagestan. So, like, nice. I think, uh, yeah, Matt and Shane, Shane Gillis, I think, said this on his pod. If you're, from the, if you're coming from the stand, you're going to be, like, top fighter, especially a yeah. stand that isn't even a fucking country. Some yeah, territory. Because <laughs> they're still fighting for their country. Yeah, yeah. So these guys are Russians, but yeah, yeah. they're from yeah. Dagestan. <laughs> but yeah, he beat the crap out of somebody. No touch, no marks on him, no punches to him. Again, <laughs> this fight uh, at the very start of the card. Two girls socked the crap out. It was really good. It was Der- Whitaker and Till went the whole way, and they were just socking the crap out of each other. Uh, oh, I'm missing the other fight that happened, but it was good too. Lots of good right fights on. on the undercard. Lots of fights actually. It was, it was seven cards on the main, seven fights on the main card, seven cu- fights or plus on the undercard. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and at the same yeah. time, it was going on. Uh, <laughs> I was watching The Gentleman on Netflix with uh, my wife. My wife. Oh yeah. I checked that movie out. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty dope movie. Interesting start, but yeah, right away we're like, 
making making a guess on what oh what was it was it him no it had to be somebody else and then <laughs> the movie goes goes through yeah, yeah pretty good like whodunit type of thing uh for sure guy Ritchie's good good i guess screenwriter movie maker even though yeah. that's a real story already i don't know how real the whole killing and all that stuff coincidence killing and all that stuff yeah I don't want to give you any spoilers because there's lots of twists and turns. <laughs> a lot of dope, dope acting and hilarious accents. I loved everyone doing their, their accents. Oh yeah. Fucking, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that Colin Farrell. Yeah. Colin Farrell's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and the one dude from Sons of Anarchy. I, I can't remember his name, but yeah, he was yeah. doing a hilarious British accent. The, I think. the Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> like the right hand man guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. Uh, there was some other things. I've, I've been trying to get Todd to get uh, Bluetooth headphones, but because no one's been sending any funds to the PayPal link, we've all been listening. Our, our listening count's climbing up like crazy. Uh, we're getting the, the YouTube sitting kind of level, but I understand we're, we are putting clips out. Nobody likes getting all those notices. So just if you don't want to turn the bell on, you don't have to, but I would recommend it. Uh, <laughs> and it's easier to watch the pod in clips. We're probably going to start pushing out a, a few clips early each week, you know, to yeah. give you some teaser of the pod. You don't want to hear all the rambling, just the facts. We got we got 10-minute clips coming out, five-minute clips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got shorter clips if you want to catch up on some news you missed during the week or if you want we if you want to hear us go deep on a topic and some rambling we got that stuff in there but yeah. Yeah, we try to tri cut out the total nonsense just for you guys <laughs> just <laughs> but yeah we try to cut that out in the first place <laughs> hopefully we're getting better at it yeah. let us know in the comments uh text or email us e-transfer us a hundred bucks for some headphones raycon if you want to sponsor us and send todd some headphones or uh apple airpods we're, we want to hold out for that sponsor apple <laughs> <laughs> and yeah what the real sponsor i'm looking for is a uh, is a licensed producer that's not a fucking 16 year old trying to sell you wet bud through a fucking <laughs> dispensary <laughs> like is a dispensary not something that someone like from canada never left canada has only been to friggin not even left ontario probably only been to friggin lcbo and is like this is how you should sell marijuana like <laughs> like even this the stores are just so like you're in a pharmacy it's, <laughs> it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they, i guess they've just never been to amsterdam is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah well neither have i <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, whatever you say. You've been to, have you been to some other uh, dispensaries? Uh, do you mean like the the weed stores out the here? Yeah, the, yeah, the ones that the are legal ones. Are yours government run too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to any ones in Ontario. I've only been to the New Brunswick PEI. Nice. Yeah, I'd and uh, buy the New Brunswick ones. They seem to be all right. I like them kind of. But is it like a counter or something in New Brunswick or is it a full store? Or? It's like a, it's a counter. Yeah. Like you can look at everything, everything you can see. You can't. And there's like little, there's little areas where there's like a glass with bud in it. 
well, this is before quarantine. Yeah. But now you can't do any of this stuff. But you used to be able to, like, there was a magnifying glass so you could look at the bud and you could open this thing up and smell it. But then, like, whenever you buy the bud, it's all dry. None of the companies know how to keep it, uh, I don't know, not dry. There's, like, only, I think Edison is the only company I know out here that's, that's been putting in, like, moisture packs. The rest Dude. of them. Like, Tweed doesn't even seem to seal their packages. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, like, they a lid. Get dry. Yeah, Tweed's shit. But, uh, yeah, my, one of my buddies, uh, he ended up grabbing from OCS this Death Bubba, like, DTHBBBA or whatever the fuck it is. For yeah. 65 for 15. And it was wet as hell he's like is that right time this dries out it's gonna end up being like nine g's (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that was rough but then at the same time he got some other stuff dank star from i don't remember the name i I don't want to put the wrong name out there because i want the right name to put sponsor the pod send us some bud because i don't believe there's any good ocs (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah for sure you uh he got this death star and i oh fuck i wish i remembered the name because he said it was yeah i uh i get edison edison's pretty good from what i've found yeah i'm not making i don't know if that's east coast no i think it's here too i'm not making any recommend but yeah i don't know where it's grown yeah, we recommend not buying from there, though, generally. Yeah, fuck that shit. I, I, I mean, can recommend like, a few uh, mail. This is like choosing presidents right now. It's like, exactly, it's no good option. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Vote independent. So, that's, yeah. I can introduce you to a few IG accounts that I'd recommend, a few uh, websites that I'd recommend if you're in Canada. Anyone... Uh, there's a lot of you guys following the the rap drugs pod that i wouldn't buy shit off of because i don't trust those things it would be like uh sending your money to wiz khalifa last week to try and get your bitcoin turned from 1000 to 2000 for covid charity yeah (laughs) that's some funny shit uh But yeah, good shit too. But yeah, if any licensed producers want to prove me wrong that their bud is better than uh other bud like homegrown stuff stuff that yeah. people have grown four plants or less i i don't ask people if they've been growing that when i accept free marijuana <laughs> <laughs> um but hopefully they have you know keeping it legal keeping keeping themselves safe don't blame anybody for risking it and trying to be an entrepreneur uh but yeah that's that's why Americans aren't allowed to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they, they're, all, they're all entrepreneurs. Uh, <laughs> you got to just follow the rules sometimes, whether you want to or not. Like wear a mask, grow four or less, whether that means a 100-pound plan or a one-pound plan, nobody's telling you. What. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's up to you what you do. Uh, but anyways. Yeah. The stuff that's homegrown has always been higher quality for a much, much lower cost to make. Yeah, it's really. And these websites that I could show you have great prices. (laughs) I do not recommend using them because 
they could be the RCMP, but I, I've heard of a few that have rave reviews from <laughs> real people <laughs> 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 that have been used for uh, over decades, some of these. I know legitimate sources, yeah. personally. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. If any of these licensed producers think they can get anywhere near the quality for the price, send yeah. it over. We'll review it live on air for the listeners. Make it a clip even, whatever you want to do with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just send it. And then we'll, we'll, we can talk prices. Uh, if you want us to do more than review it, if you want us to, to bring it up, if you want us to, you know, keep repeating it on <laughs> as a regular occurrence on the pod, we've got some numbers for you. But uh, yeah, if you just send it, we're down to review it. I'm definitely down to try. I've never, I've on, I've never even had anything from o, uh, OCS like myself. I've never purchased any legal buds <laughs> or, or illegal buds. Never purchased any. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> refuse to purchase. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse until quality is up to par. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's but, that's capitalism at work there. <laughs> but yeah speaking of uh capitalism at work should we start talking about Deutsche bank <laughs> i guess so <laughs> yeah. yeah uh what do you what do you where do you want to start man should we should we start with some off the cuff stuff should we get right into the crazy conspiracy judge Salas stuff or uh, yeah i don't I, maybe we should start with judge Salas, like the breaking news yeah, we'll go and then we'll move into what we found, digging into it. Yeah, exactly. That stuff's so <laughs> crazy. And bless Tim Dillon because I didn't even see any of this stuff in the news. Like it was his feed that kind of drew me into it. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a pretty crazy story. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, do you know like what exactly happened to start with? Like Judge Salas got like some files well from what i understand she just was handed the case she she's dealing with a few cases so one of the cases she's doing is she's dealing with the the deutschewis uh case i think they're because they're holding either either it's over trump's tax returns or it has something to do with some money laundering and russia something like that deutschewis is in some trouble and then okay. she just recently got handed this Ghislaine Maxwell case. That just happened more recently, but she's been working on the Deutsche Welle Bank case for a while. And then, okay. and like, she's a judge. So she's worked on lots of cases. And the case that they're trying to say she was getting shot at for is another one that was even farther back, uh, men's right after this case. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> so... It's like, yeah, we don't really know why it happened. Because uh, I think Tim Dillon is the one who was pointing out that Deutsches Bank has had a lot of people uh, go uh, get, get, I don't know, go missing recently. Like yeah, boards of directors. Executives, executives. Yeah. From looking at their history, they seem to have took a weird turning point, like around like 2000, where they just started doing a bunch of fraud stuff. And then, like, people started disappearing over the years. <laughs> Crazy. But, uh, uh, um, 
where was it going with that? So yeah, yeah it's hard the, to say the re, the cases and what how it started and what they were saying yeah. about it. So, so I I didn't I don't know if I read the full the news article, but from what I understand, the the claim by the news is that he was uh, like an incel guy and was a men's right activist and was upset about a case. I can't, I can't remember the particular case. I don't know if you can find it. But then the conspiracy theory, I think more so that people were suggesting was like the Deutsche Bank might have hired this guy because he had a lot of Russian ties. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that all I should read you guys a good uh, interaction from most recent Th- Theo Vaughn podcast 288 with Tim Dillon <laughs> that covers this perfectly. So, like you said, he's men's right activist who had previously called into Opie and Anthony and argued with Jim Norton. Tim Dillon said. So oh, okay. Jim Norton is like Chip Chipperson. If you guys have seen either of these guys on Tournament of Laughs or YouTube, fucking hilarious yeah. jokester. And when Ricky Gervais was on uh, a pod with them or talking with uh, Opie and Anthony, he's Opie. Yeah, pretty sure. He was peeing into a cup during the conversation or something. I don't know why he doesn't run to the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. I feel like that's some kid stuff that people do. How, how do they know it was this guy? Uh, but yeah, I, I just guess they know it was him. Maybe it wasn't him. Tim said, <laughs> is it? So he was saying, what, like, is, it actually, is he actually the guy who did it? Did someone put him up to it? Suggesting like he's 72 years old and he has a family. Like, they were talking about that. <laughs> hmm. And it's like, odd he killed two men for a men's right activist. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Theo starts going, you would find crazy people calling into a radio show. Tim's, Tim, like, cuts him off almost and is like, they know where to get the fun people. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, the crazier part is that 20 years ago, this guy worked for Kroll Securities, Nick Kroll's father's company, working for intelligence, gathering corporate espionage. <laughs> like, they're a corporate espionage company. So he was intelligence gathering either for U.S. government or for some corporate interest, which is interesting, which is usually tied to U.S. government, as we know, with all the subcontracted companies that are on the stock exchange, like Amazon, Microsoft, <laughs> Tesla, uh, you, you name it, iRobot. There's probably a U, U government contract in it and a bunch of military people on the board or whatever. Yeah. Uh, prove me wrong in the comments below or uh, email or text us and we'll read it live on air. <laughs> DM yeah. us if you want. That works too. We might go over some DMs later. <laughs> yeah. So working for Kroll Security and Theo comments, very Lee Harvey Oswald. So pretty mind-blowing stuff. <laughs> pretty mind-blowing stuff. But yeah, if we really if we really want to go into it, there's there is a two-minute 40-second news clip we could play. Uh from CBSNewYork.com. What do you think, Todd? You down for a news clip? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's hope this is a- the actual coverage of it. Uh, 
husband. CBS 2's Jessica Layton live where it all started in North Brunswick. Fire inside a federal judge. This is crazy. Sorry, guys. Thanks for your patience with us. <laughs> yeah. I guess I can talk. Oh, Killing yeah. her son and critically wounding her husband. CBS 2's Jessica Layton live where it all started in North Brunswick. Jessica. Christine, even after this intense manhunt that did end with that suspect dead, police aren't saying much about a motive. But as neighbors learn more, they believe this gunman must have been holding a grudge, dating back to a court case about five years ago. From this mustard yellow home surrounded by clashing yellow crime tape in North Brunswick to the quiet town of Rockland in upstate Sullivan County, investigators canvassed two crime scenes Monday. The Catskills is where they found the body of Roy Den Hollander in a vehicle with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Also on our show is Roy Den Hollander. A lot of people know who Roy is because he's a lawyer in New York City who's been suing people who discriminate against men. The attorney and self-proclaimed men's rights activist with a passion for the anti-feminist agenda frequently posted videos to his YouTube page. In one video that's since been taken down, he talks about bringing a lawsuit against clubs that gave discounts to women on ladies' nights. Sources believe Den Hollander, who knew Judge Salas from a prior court case back in 2015, disguised himself as a FedEx delivery driver, shooting the judge's husband, defense attorney Mark Andrel, when he answered the front door. I hear the gunshot was, uh, was very loud. <laughs> the couple's 20-year-old son, Daniel, was then gunned down, when instead of running for cover, he ran <laughs> the producer of this, Nick Mullen? <laughs> Don't laugh, yeah. Nick Mullen from Gumtown. <laughs> Who wanted to be a lawyer like his parents. <laughs> Daniel was a rising junior at Catholic University in D.C., which held a virtual memorial mass in his honor Monday night. Lord, we pray for all of them, for Daniel. We pray for Dan's extended family. How do we find the weirdest people to interview? Man, they're not interviewing someone. They're speaking at a funeral. Yeah, no, I'm not talking this guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> all respects to Daniel. Grateful, Judge Salas was in the basement when shots were fired and not heard, but still nearly speechless by the crime that took her only child. I'm pretty sure that other guy was just a neighbor. You know, they're just such a special family. R.I.P. Daniel. So sad that these people's kids get killed all the time. Everyone pulling for this family, and at last check, Mark Andrel was still in critical condition at the hospital. We're live in Yeah, hopefully your husband's okay. That CBS Two News. Yeah, that news was uh, a little bit older. How? When was it from? July 20th, so it's almost a week old now. Yeah, I think he's pulled through. Begin with that break. Yeah, hope, hopefully. <laughs> but it's so yeah. crazy, though. The Unfortunately, the sun is all that happened. I know. it, And they just like... Yeah, it was so weird, the shooting. Like, they just went, and they, as soon as they opened the door, I guess, he just started, it was like, just what, it didn't seem like he was really trying that hard. Yeah. To actually get to the judge. Yeah, well, definitely not. The, he was posing as a FedEx guy, but the craziest thing is... Where, like, yeah, where did he get the FedEx outfit? Yeah. That's weird, too. Exactly. Like, that seems... Is there a missing FedEx guy somewhere? intelligence-wise. <laughs> 
right? That seems intelligent. Yeah. But at the same time, like he could have easily been paid by a lot of different people. Could have been paid by Deutsche Bank, but he also could have been like, if it's intelligence, they go after your family. Uh, this guy's 72 years old. So it was probably some sort of like breaking bad policy thing where it's like he gets the money paid to like his family for doing this type of thing. Yeah. It's a good way to avoid tax. Did he die? Help them pay taxes. Yeah, he self-inflicted gunshot wound. So <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> in a car. Self-inflicted gunshot wound in a yeah. car. He works in Back New York City. He, I, why would he even own a car? <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> did he shoot himself in the back of the head too <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly like yeah the gun did, was he russian intelligence was i right about that um, or did i make it, that up that that is not correct but you are correct that kroll securities was oh, russian right. intelligence he worked in russia okay. for kroll securities okay so like kind of he was like a subcontractor sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. So this. He's just I'm going to do Kroll Security Type guy. Group Inc on Wiki. Um so yeah, right now let's go let's go off off track for a minute just getting to Kroll Security to read more cool. about this shit. Is that cool with you, Todd? Sounds dope. Okay. So, Kroll Inc. on Wikipedia. Historical cases. Capital outflows from the Soviet Union and Russia. So, I don't know if this will bring up anything, but this is supposedly he would have had something to do with the aftermath of this. Um, or done, they done something similar to this because Tim said 20 years ago, maybe it was 30 years ago. In March 1992, the Yeltsin government... Co- contracted Kroll Associates to track down and find very large sums of money that had been removed from the Soviet Union prior to August 1991 push on the Russian White House. Sounds like something you'd hire Jeffrey Epstein to do in 1982. Busy with Les Wexner at this point. Um, So yeah, they got Kroll Associates to the bounty. In 1992, First Deputy Prime Minister Yegor Timerichov Gaydar said last year saw large-scale privatization by the nomenclature privatization by officials for their own personal benefit. Ghadar called the communists and the KGB officials criminals and that a vigorous search for the money trails from state-owned capital had flowed abroad virtually unchecked before the collapse of the Soviet Union in summer 1991. Maybe it was him that took it. He was only prime minister from June to December in 1992. Hmm. But yeah, on March 1992, the Russian government froze all capital outflows. March 15, all capital outflows from Russia. In April 1992, Kroll Associates began their investigations with Joseph Sirio heading the Kroll Associates efforts in Moscow. Although Joseph Rossetti, the vice chairman of Kroll Associates, was in Moscow to assist, the Kroll Associates determined that 14 billion in 1991 real dollars had been transferred from Switzerland to New York prior to the August 1991 push, or coup. Also, the <laughs> Communist Party of the former Soviet Union, along with other government agencies such as the KGB, had transferred more than 40 billion in 2014 real dollars out of the country. The assets of 
Van Schneckenbank, a Russian state development corporation, were frozen during the investigation. However, numerous transactions occurred to bypass the capital flow restrictions, often with the British Barclays Bank in Cyprus, acting as a money laundering center for public officials from St. Petersburg and Moscow. You know how these banks do with the money laundering, bruh. One of them, yeah. told us, the HSBC has been the one lately. Uh, according to Valerie, they didn't even go to the anti-laundering shit. Uh, according to Valerie McCardis, the government's chief inspector, many joint stock companies were formed to provide an illegal means for capital outflows from Russia, such as the Leningrad Association of Joint Ventures. The Russia Bank is a Russian joint stock bank founded on June 27, 1990. The company headquarters are in St. Petersburg. And KOLO. Numerous officials became wealthy Russian oligarchs, including numerous former KGB officials, prominent communists such as Oleg Belikov, and other former communists who headed the party central committee department that dealt with the defense industry, as well as Leonid Kravchenko, who was former head of state television and radio company. Jules Kroll, the head of Kroll Associates, uncovered hundreds of illicit transactions with massive capital outflows. This outflow of of capital from the Soviet Union and Russia directly contributed to severe economic conditions in Russia during Boris Yeltsin's second term, leading to its collapse and resulting in the age of Vladimir Putin as the president of Russia. So crazy. Hmm. So, so crazy. But yeah, they, they do a lot of shit. They've got... Kroll's got offices around the world. Uh, I don't know. Just a sketchy agency. Revenue one billion. Founder Jules Kroll. So let I'm just gonna go over Jules Kroll quickly. He's Nick Kroll's dad. I don't know Nick Kroll, hilarious comedian. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. US. That's it, that's crazy. That's just yeah. super crazy. I never thought that. Yeah. So is is yeah. They made a billion dollars in two thousand seven, um, yeah. billion bucks a year, <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh, that was two thousand seven. So who knows? Probably more every year now. But Nick Kroll's so funny. It doesn't even matter where that came from. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. anyways, Jules B. Kroll is an American businessman who sold whose company Kroll Inc. is credited with founding modern corporate investigations industry in 1972. As we know, corporate investigations were started by pharmacy companies way back in the 1900s. So nothing new, just this guy was made a billion dollar company, so they gave him the moniker. Uh, <laughs> even though I don't think there was computers in 72. But <laughs> in 2004, Kroll was sold to Marsh and McClellan companies. So Marsh is an insurance broker. So if you want to like fund terrorism, go to that insurance brokerage <laughs> for $1.9 billion, $2 billion. In 2009, Kroll founded two successor firms, Kroll Bond Rating Agency, page does not exist, and K2 Intelligence. KBR is the first bond rating agency formed since the financial crisis of 2007-2008. K2 Intelligence, run by Kroll's son, Jeremy, Continues the family's work in asset recovery, Jeffrey Epstein shit, due diligence, 
Um, just making sure financial shit's proper and real. Litigation support. So probably some type of shit around laws and a range of corporate investigations, AKA espionage. His occupation businessman, although he went to school Cornell University for a BA and Georgetown University Law for a JD. So cra- some crazy stuff there. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to go uh, too deep. I'll let, you guys, I'll let you guys read up all about him on the Wikipedia. That's just the, the summary. Uh, we could go deep and spend all day on him, but I'll leave that to you guys for now. If you want to hear more about that type of stuff, oh yeah, let us know. and uh going back to the judge salas case because that's what we wanted to talk about today it the the deutsche bank stuff so i don't know if that's the exact reason that he was coming after her something that's been going on for years they said is the reason but i guess uh because she's seated in newark She's presiding over a lawsuit in which Deutsche Bank investors assert the bank made false statements about its anti-money laundering policies and didn't keep tabs on high-risk customers like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> and she supposedly a few days ago got the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Is that what you already said, Todd? Yeah. Er, yeah. So that was like earlier this month after yeah. Maxwell pled not guilty. If you want to hear more about that, you can listen to the last pod or even... Uh, Chronicles of Epstein and Trump v2, where we go in deep on her arrest. But yeah, just so crazy. The guy shot himself in the head. (laughs) Yeah. R.I.P. Daniel. (laughs) Not that guy. But yeah, so (laughs) so speaking of Deutsche Bank, the investor Sue Epstein uh, over the ties and stock drop. This was July 16th. So this was what I think she was getting uh, recently on top of whatever else she might've had already. So Deutsche Bank allegedly misled investors about any money laundering deficiencies. Same thing like all these banks do, like we just read in that Kroll Inc thing. Uh, Yeah. And we know HSBC is doing. Um, I forget what exactly it was on. It was, I think it was the China hustle where it was showing they just let you put a dash or a hyphen into your illegal terrorist organization and the money can go through. <laughs> but yeah, the bank didn't tell investors it hadn't fixed disclosure pro- control problems and wasn't keeping an appropriate eye on clients like convicted sex offender Epstein, two other banks in past financial misconduct scandals. Investors alleged Wednesday in U.S. District Court for the District of New Jersey. Adding Epstein as a client in 2013 was a critical mistake and should never have happened. Deutsche Bank said in a July 7 message to staff. A bank spokesperson told Bloomberg News it had spent almost $1 billion to improve AML controls. The bank's share price fell 4.49% May 13 after news broke that the Federal Reserve had criticized its U.S. operations. 4.5% is pretty, pretty drastic, including its AML and other control procedures, the investor said. The share price dropped 1.31% July 7 after New York State Financial Services Department fined Deutsche Bank $150 million for neglecting to flag numerous questionable transactions from accounts associated with Epstein. 
Deutsche Bank signaled to investors in 2017 that its new now departed general counsel would further ensure its mitigation of its prior AML and other control failures. The bank touted its AML remediation in efforts and subsequent SEC filings. Bank warned investors generic boilerplate control risk, but didn't disclose relationships with and lax monitoring of customers like Epstein. <clears throat> Deutsche Bank declined to comment in the new suit. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. Potential size, hundreds or thousands who acquired Deutsche Bank securities between November 7, 2017 and July 6, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What yeah. were you saying though, Todd? It's weird. Are they, are they, it's weird how much they've been uh, ousted recently for all their crimes. Like it, uh, a lot of their stuff, it seems to be maybe related to how closely tied to Trump they are. Trump and the uh, Kushner family. Yeah. So I don't know if you, do you want me to talk a little bit about that now? Uh, before we do, let's, I just want to quickly go over the the notable cases Salas is on so we can kind of like really nice. yeah, okay. what she was talking about there. For sure. So yeah. Uh, let me just make a quick note. I don't remember where we're at and what we even just talked about because I'm really uh, stoned. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, we were just... Just the Epstein case, yeah? Yeah. We were just talking about the Deutsche Wish Bank and Epstein uh, getting sued type yeah. deal after we went hard on cruel yeah i got all the words but the sentence wasn't in the correct order I did it again <laughs> worries, boss. but yeah with judge salas so notable cases we're just going over what's on wikipedia here uh, a u.s district for according to a 2018 profile salas presides over as many as 485 civil matters and 50 criminal cases at any given time uh 2013, Salas presided a criminal case against the former chief infotech IT officer for the office of Don Zimmer, mayor of Hoboken, New Jersey. Administrator pleaded guilty to hacking Zimmer's email account to disclose her emails to others. <laughs> Salas hmm. was the judge responsible for the trial of the Real Housewives of New Jersey star Teresa Guidas and her husband Joe Guidas. Both were sentenced for bank fraud on October 2014. So that's probably why he shot her in the face. <laughs> he like really was upset about that shit. Cause, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do that shit in the bank. In 2018, Salas issued an order temporarily blocking ICE from deporting certain Indonesian Christians in New Jersey who were present without authorization in the U.S. and were subject to orders of removal, but were seeking legal status. The order dealt with the. 50 Christians who fled persecution in Indonesia and had lived in New Jersey for many years before being targeted by immigration enforcement actions. Crazy. And she deported them? Uh, I guess so. No, no, no. She, <laughs> she blocked them. Uh, <laughs> she, she knew she, it was a losing battle. Yeah. Uh, no, good on her. Uh, in 2018, Salah sentenced Farad Roland a leader of New York's Southside Cartel set a blood street gang to 45 years in prison for his role in a series of crimes from 2003 to 2010, including five right. fatal shootings, a carjacking, and drug dealing. Well, I understand the first two, but drug dealing? Come on. For, that shouldn't be any time. Uh, the sentence... <laughs> He's he, just a businessman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not his fault the laws aren't catching up yet. Why isn't Uber... Yeah. Why isn't everyone at Uber in jail? 
Like, yeah. Uh, the sentence of accepted a plea agreement reached between the defendant and federal prosecutors. Salas had earlier ruled that Roland's intellectual disability made him ineligible to be sentenced to death under the Eighth Amendment to the United States Constitution, which prohibits cruel and unusual punishment under the federal death penalty. That's that's nice of her. That's nice of her. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, good judge. Like yeah, this judge. Exactly. It's pretty dope. Pretty dope. And then last thing, Salas is the judge presiding over the class action lawsuit against Deutsche Bank with the anti-money laundering. Um, so along with Jeff Epstein, it's Dan Danks Bank in Estonia. The Danks Bank money laundering scandal rose in 2017 to 2018 around 200 billion euros of suspicious transactions that flowed from Estonia, Russian, Latvian, and other sources through the Estonia bank-based branch of Denmark from 2007 to 2015. An FBME bank was an international commercial bank. It offered commercial banking services and products to corporate and individual clients. Additional banking lines included international payments, multi-currency, credit, trade finance, Forex, and internet banking and others. So that's some crazy stuff. Uh, and I'm surprised there's not more Canadian banks listed on there with all the money laundering we do through mortgages. Yeah, well, China's not involved, so. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's because uh, just like just Lane Maxwell, once you put a corporation with a, a name on it and you get a mortgage, no one gives a shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, we, yeah, if it's your own name or if it's an evil corporation, it's a problem. But if it's just like Granite Realty LLC, you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, her husband, Mark Anderl, is a criminal defense attorney and former Essex. So it's just crazy that nothing's ever happened before that. But, but yeah, supposedly Den, the reason why uh, Den Hollander is such a POS uh, I does it even say the law with the lawsuit he Den Hollander had appeared before Salas in connection with the lawsuit he brought challenging the military's male only draft uh so yeah you can catch that on the wikipedia the new jersey shooting suspect with a left pro-trump paper trail suspect in fa fatal shooting at home of judge esther described himself as an anti-feminist lawyer so it's just so crazy though he would shoot men <laughs> <laughs> uh, and not get debt to the woman. Like, how did he not get down there? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just not the whole right. thing seems did super she weird. Pay him? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. And I'm, the other thing is too is how fast they reported on it. Like, they instantly were like, they tried. There was a shooting, and they made it seem like they they were going after Judge Salas. But really, what evidence did they have? I mean, they didn't know the guy. They didn't know where he was, who did it. They just knew it was a FedEx guy who shot at their front door. The other dude's a defense attorney. Like, what if it was uh, so he failed someone's case and they were mad? Like, they had no idea yet. And they instantly, yeah. I don't know if it's just like because they knew that was going to get hints. They were like, let's not actually find out why this guy did the shooting. Let's just jump to this conclusion. Yeah. This would get the biggest hits. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, it's it's just the and the other thing, the whole paper trail thing is just very, very odd to me. You know, 
Like, yeah. It's just convenient. This guy's such a such a mark. Like, if if it, I'm not saying he was chosen for it, but <laughs> <laughs> but he 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 would be someone that would be. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's the guy you would choose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty nutty part, but yeah. Um, along with Judge Salas. I, I want to get back into Deutsche, Deutsche Bank here, but uh, let's just go over quickly. Kroll Inc., World Tower, World Trade Center, and Sears Tower Security. Sorry, I'm spilling over my words here. I've missed this when we were looking over the thing. There's also some other shit with the heroin trail case and John Fredrickson oil theft case, but since we're going conspiracy with this guy, um, just a little bit. Not re- We don't want to go too deep. We don't know what's going on yet. Could be intelligence. Probably isn't. Probably someone else paid him off um, with the whole Deutsche Bank thing. More likely Deutsche Bank's into it uh, or paid yeah. family. But yeah, and then shot him in the head so they didn't have to pay. <laughs> That's why it seems very <laughs> intelligent. He had the FedEx thing and he, he got shot in the head. Um, yeah. Self-inflicted. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kroll was responsible for revamping security at the World Trade Center after the 1993 World Trade Center bomb sending. They also took responsible for security at Chicago Sears Tower following September 11, 2001 attacks. Just prior to the September 11 attacks, Kroll Inc. with the guidance of Jerome Hauer, at the time managing director of their crisis consulting management group, hired former FBI special investigator John P. O'Neill who specialized in the Al-Qaeda network held responsible for the 1993 bombing to head security at the World Trade Center complex. O'Neill died in the attacks. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. (laughs) Very weird. We might have to get into John O'Neill. We might have to get deeper into Kroll Associates. Yeah, they, they, they seem like they deserve uh, their own. They're going to need their bonus pod. Yeah, they're gonna need their own episode, boys. Yeah, so, uh, it's it's weird. It's just weird that uh, the bonus pod's turning into the 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 life and crimes of Epstein and Trump. Or like, yeah, Epstein and Trump. We don't want to name the episode that because like I really don't like talking about Donald Trump because the media does enough of that shit. Yeah, but it's just you guys love it so much. You're eating it up. Yeah, exactly. Ratings. Fans right? are pushing it. Ratings, yeah. Whatever. And uh, I guess companies are fine with putting their commercials around it, but they won't put it around like uh, me impersonating that guy from the New York <laughs> news. <laughs> like, you know? But yeah. Yeah. I don't even care about that. We don't want advertisements because it just is fucking pain in the ass to make them happy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, don't forget to send money for the PayPal so we don't need advertisements. Uh, need some fucking Bluetooth earbuds. <laughs> you guys have heard it enough <laughs> of him yeah. rubbing around. So yeah, make sure you send that <laughs> if you want to hear it better. <laughs> uh, Tom's the homeless man of the week this week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for controversies <laughs> with Deutsche Bank, there's... I'm just going to read it off. We're not going deep into them. Tax evasion, espionage scandal, Black Planet Award, April 2015 LIBOR scandal, role in 2008-08 financial crisis, 2015 sanctions violations, Dakota Access Pipeline, 2017 money laundering fine, relationship with Donald Trump, 
relationship with Jeff Epstein, criminal cartel charges in Australia, alleged involvement in Danks Bank, money laundering scandal, improper handling of ADR's investigation, Malaysian 1MDB fund. So yeah, lots of crazy stuff going down there. That's the list Deutsche. of Deutsche Bank's illegal activity? Yeah, with the Deutsche yeah. Bank. And you, you want to go deep on the Trump stuff, is that right? Kind of, just more Kushner's. The, the Trump Kushner's. and the Kushner stuff. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. Kushner might need his own episode after all. But yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's not let's not deny the people of what they need to hear today. Yeah, <laughs> just it's so relevant. I feel like because yeah. New York Times reported on it May nineteenth when uh, coronavirus was kind of dying down, but but the the markets blasting up was still a threat. But also February sixteenth, uh, business in New York Times need a subscription. So fuck that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Business Insider. These are the five biggest bomb markets insider. Actually, these are five biggest bombshells from the New York Times report on Trump's money and Deutsche Bank, Feb 16. So we'll just read the top, let you go into it, and then we'll go over the article, make sure we didn't miss anything. So a new report from New York Times, David Enrich highlights dubious deal making and questionable partnerships between President DT and Deutsche Bank. Well, numerous banks viewed Trump's past bankruptcies as a sign to steer clear of real estate mogul. Deutsche Bank used him and his business to rapidly extend the financial sector. The Times report details how Deutsche Bank gave Trump special treatment over several years, how the millionaire leveraged the partnership to secure an orthodox credit line. Here are the five biggest bombshells from the report from Trump flying bankers in his private jet to the bank holding years of hidden tax returns. So yeah, this is the reason why... Uh, things are keep going Deutsche Bank keeps getting into deeper waters and why intelligence may be involved because Donald Trump's got such strong ties, eh? Yeah. So did you, yeah. did you mention this relationship earlier or was that before we what? started calling? Trump and Kushner? No, Trump and uh, or Deutsche Bank? Deutsche Bank. Yeah. Yeah, no, I talked about it a bit before the pod we were we were getting into it. I don't know if I've said anything yet. But yeah, Wait. what do you what do you know about about the Kushner stuff? Because I don't know if this well, if this thing really mentions too much of it. Well, uh, just basically, like that's who introduced Trump to Deutsche Bank, or at least got him, I think, back in. Because what from what I understand, back in the day, Trump had screwed over so many banks, no one would work with him anymore. This was like '90s, maybe, or something like that. Yeah. And then he starts working with Deutsche Bank exclusively, and he runs up a huge bill. And then 2008 hits, he can't pay them back, right? They want their money back because everyone's broke from the fucking financial crash. And that's when he goes and he sues the bank for uh, causing the economic cr- uh, crash. <laughs> Is that, that was what he actually sued them for. So then they ended up having to do a countersuit for their money, which is weird that they, he had gotten the upper hand because of that somehow. And then um, that happens in like 2008. But right in that same year, Kushner introduces him to a new person that works at Deutsche Bank. It's now Trump and Kushner's both their personal uh, like accountant or banker or whatever. She deals with their stuff because he had switched his stuff from like, um, I don't know if it was like a business account to a personal account or something like that. But that's what she'd, she'd kind of helped him do. 
And Kushner was the one that had introduced them. Yeah. That's crazy. I think, and I think he had just met Avlanka like a year before, something like 2006. From what I read, he met Avlanka between 2005 and 2008. That's when Trump and him becomes friends. The economic crash happens. Then Kushner helps him cut this new deal. So after he starts working with this new banker, they cut a deal where he doesn't owe the money anymore and they're going to loan him again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and and is that that's the New York Times article basically is that right? I think so. It's one of the articles I posted, I hope. If not, we'll have it we'll have it down in the description. True. Yeah. No no worries if not. You guys you guys can look it up too. Like. Yeah, I think most of that stuff's just on their Wikipedia pages too. It's not a yeah. secret. Yeah, exactly. This stuff's not this stuff's not a secret. That's the craziest thing. It's just not journalism's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. Like people used to say hip hop's dead back when I was growing up. Journalism's dead, man. It's yeah. comedians are the journalists now. Podcasts are the journalists now. So Which is so funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So hope yeah, hopefully you find us funny. Uh hopefully even more importantly you find us informative because uh I, I just want to be a comedian. I'm not one. We have done no professional experience doing that. Yeah. Uh, lots of professional experience uh, doing the journalism research. None of the presentation. So that's why uh, I don't, I don't like writing. Like I, in university, I skipped all the classes, avoided all the classes that were like long essay format. Uh, even though yeah. I, I did all right in like world politics and stuff that was interesting. I just knew that wasn't practical. So got a degree in accounting and now I, now I get paid so I can, uh, uh, fund the podcast. <laughs> fund the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm our biggest fan. But, 100%. But yeah. Shout out to all the, the IG followers we got respect, uh, to anyone following on the IG. If you don't hop on that train, uh, cause yeah, YouTube's kind of whack. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree. Uh, let us know in the comments, text or email us. If you like YouTube, tell us why that's kind of dumb as shit, <laughs> but yeah, we we've got 1955 followers now and it just keeps climbing faster and faster. Cause you guys are awesome. And, uh, yeah, the views keep going up each week. I keep getting better at, uh, doing my little photo cuts. Todd, Todd keeps getting better at, uh, making the graphics. So respect. Yeah. But, uh, getting better every day hopefully making the show awesome for the fans for all you drug addict fucks yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly exactly right so yeah with, with the ig todd do you want to go over some ig messages or should i go back to that uh top five bombshells on trump's money uh no that's fine people can check that out if they want yeah there's a yeah. uh, Check out that market insider. New York Times is is a little repetitive, I find. But you know, if you haven't read this stuff, go ahead. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> the article sounds pretty pretty clickbaity to me, if you ask me. Yeah. What about the uh, Instagram messages? You mean ours? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go over some Instagram messages, and then me and Todd will sign off on the pod. Oh uh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I just we, I just want to share the the great messages of the world that we've been getting. Yeah, we definitely do. Got to do a Kushner pod though. I I want I got a more stuff on that. Like we're not going to cover today, but oh yeah, building on that, it's going to be good. Like his dad is a really interesting guy. 
yeah. who was in and out of jail for some crazy stuff. Yeah. And then his, their whole family is really interesting. Their grandfather has got a really cool story and their, oh, man, his brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kushner, the Kushner family's got just such deep ties to geopolitics, Israel, yeah. everything. It's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I can't wait to to go over that pod and for to read the research on it. Me and Todd got a lot of topics cooking up. We got serious on brainstorming the topics. So uh, lots of ideas. We like from microdosing to the Manson family to Kushner family to Trump family, even like and time travel. Tesla papers. Like uh, I don't want to <laughs> be too conspiracy theorist, but I heard some crazy stories and it came up again on some other shit. I know. I know you conspiracy heads are reading this. I don't. I don't know if I can trust it. But yeah, first off, um, before we get into our actual messages from people um, we followed, just to check out some of these pages, they're private, so you got to like follow to, to see what's going on. So yeah, we do a lot of following and I'm following just to, on those pages and the drug dealers just to see what kind of awesome messages we get i've been trying to join the illuminati so uh, following a lot of those trying to get cash flips going following a lot of those uh, getting some messages going so yeah so, <laughs> lars zimmerman it's a really good i see one. your yeah. Note that I said trend and not hype. I think the market will grow in huge scales. That's why I invested in my own CBD plant. Are you interested in that? Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think people don't realize, or maybe they do realize, CBD plants are totally illegal. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, there's an even crazier thing we got. A message from two different people. And one <laughs> of the messages got deleted. So, do you want to read this one too, Todd? Okay. Do you know this guy goes looking for vulnerable women offered to help them, steals, threatens to rape them, and asks them to kill themselves? Who said <laughs> us that? What the fuck? And then is it a picture of you or something? No, what is it? It's just some random account. Someone sent us this account? Why would they do yeah. that? And then they send another message from them that is <laughs> Bet I can make you horny, so as soon as I get it, all right, we going into hibernation in your bed. And it's liked. There's a heart. <sighs> Bet you're sat playing with Yazel. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and didn't get asleep over them. If you do that, I probably would. I'm not exactly playing with myself, though, but it's a nice thought. Bet you not as well, LOL. Haha, <laughs> see you soon anyways. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> From the sounds of it, to me, they liked a message, and this guy thought that meant he could, like, not <laughs> verbally. <laughs> so that's kind of funny and then uh just just some other messages of course the usual uh hello fam want to buy drugs whatever those messages are but oh yeah every day 
Yeah. Someone yeah. wants us to buy drugs. Yeah, exactly. Anybody that approaches you to buy drugs, that's the first sign it's not that's, a real drug dealer. <laughs> that's cop. Yeah. It's either a cop or someone trying to scam you. Just like just like when women on Instagram do that. <laughs> yeah. Pics or you're not real. And even if it is pics, it's like video chat or you're not yeah. real. <laughs> if you can't video chat with somebody, they're not real. Like just assume that. Yeah. But and then yeah. even then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I got a new Illuminati message. The Illuminati's been getting weaker and weaker as the coronavirus goes on. More desperate in their tactics for people to join. Right on. So yes, thanks Todd for reading those last messages. This one's kind of long, so I could share it with you guys, but I'm going to read it. Hello, people. Here's the opportunity to join the Illuminati around the world. Join the Illuminati today and become rich and famous. You are seeking wisdom and knowledge. You are a businessman slash woman, pastor, politician, musician, doctor, footballer, swimmer. You want to be a famous artist or actor, and you want to be rich, powerful, and famous in the new world? Join the new Illuminati world order and let your dreams happen. Become a member today and receive a sum of $100,000 with a car and a home. If you are interested in joining the Illuminati, say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so just a bait to reply. <laughs> yeah. And then one, one more. Um, this is my favorite. Um, <laughs> check the name. Sugar Mommy. <laughs> Are you interested? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to read the profile, Todd. Uh, I'm looking for a sugar baby, then I'm going to be paying 5000 twice as weekly allowance. Reply if you are interested. Oh. <laughs> That's a lot of money. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Weekly. Yeah. So, are you Falling interested, out. Todd? Should we reply? <laughs> Damn, yeah. I mean, if we can I'm, split the work. Yeah. If I'm uh, getting that much money, I know. I mean, like. Why not? We could find the pod with that. Yeah. Buy a studio be, next that'll week. That would be huge. That would be huge. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. We could finish the studio next week here in the bunker. Yeah. She probably just wants a, our social insurance number. Yeah. <laughs> our bank accounts to send the 5000 yeah that's all nothing shady about that talk pictures of our signatures and uh faces and driver's licenses yeah yeah exactly so yeah when you when you end up accidentally following a creep like that of course you gotta unfollow them there's no there's no choice there <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah for the most part most people you run into on ig are cool <laughs> yeah even if they are a fake account <laughs> But yeah, there's a there's a bit more news uh, out this week. Let's just run do the news rundown quick. Uh, wrap up this bonus pod for the fans. So first one today, Portland racial injustice protesters breach fence. Police declare riot. <laughs> so this morning, uh, July 26, federal agents repeatedly fired tear gas to break up protests against racial justice. Authorities declared a riot early Sunday in Portland, Oregon where protesters breached a fence surrounding the city's federal courthouse building where U.S. agents have been stationed <laughs> <laughs> around 1.20 a.m. 
they so they declared it a riot then. That's pretty crazy stuff, eh? Yeah. So I'm not gonna go deep on that one. Uh, okay. If you want to, it's I'm sure just Google it. It's the biggest news out there at the moment. So there's gonna be lots of articles I all mean, over. If Portland's rioting, like. Yeah, Portland's fuck. been rioting. Portland's I mean, like, aren't they like super friendly people? You know. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> declared a riot. It's declared a riot. They've just been protesting. Yeah, they were probably all just standing there. The pro too many protesters. Somebody. It was probably like intelligence agents came in and started like pushing people through the fence. <laughs> you know how that happens at concerts, right? Yeah. yeah. Up at the fence and people start pushing and you're like, hey, fucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a, oh, yeah, I've also got a massive joint, that raw joint, inflatable joint I want to bring out for the studio, like you're saying too, Todd. So, yeah. <laughs> All you followers on IG, subscribe to our YouTube, sign up for YouTube, subscribe. Once we hit a thousand, we're going to start hitting the bongs on IG. On the show. Yeah. Until that's around, no point in putting the big joint up. So if you want to see the big joint, tell your friends yeah. to subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. Could be an asshole. Yeah. Get us some subscribers, some fucking douchebags. Yeah, exactly. Share the pod. <laughs> if you don't think it's funny, still just share it and tell make, tell your friends how gay this is. Uh, yeah. And I, th I think some people would like to watch stuff because they hate stuff. Like, people that need to hate things. <laughs> um, <laughs> like these rioters in Portland or the police that are the actual... Yeah, that hate, <laughs> hate uh, protesters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Like, what do they do? They all just get up in the morning and they're just like, oh, man, I fucking hope we could just hit some people with signs. <laughs> I'm just going to go up to him with my riot shield. I'm just going to hit him and he's going to fall over. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you see that video? of the? There's like two, uh, two guys in riot gear. There's like an old man. He's like standing at the bus stop. <laughs> they're trying to like secure the street. And he's just like telling them like to screw off or something. <laughs> And then they just come over and they just like hit them with their shield and they instantly like feel bad. They're like trying to help him up after and he's like fucking hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so messed up. Such a good, such a good freaking video. <laughs> but so fucked up, yeah. But yeah, the CIA is at it again. Mike Pompeo, uh, along with Bill Barr, they're oh, still yeah. bashing China. And U.S. <laughs> is pushing for a global alliance against China, hampered by years of America first. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they want to stop losing allies to China and <laughs> turn yeah. things around. Yeah, exactly. U.K. is definitely uh, getting concerned, at least from what I can see from the Guardian and from uh, Telegraph. New York Times also has an article if you want to get a count there. I heard it on routers, uh, CNN went in on it kind of, but yeah, Pompeo was just blasting China. Um, and I think yeah. who else was it? Uh, one of the Republican, Ted Cruz was blasting uh, Mark Cuban on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. So that's some crazy stuff. Mark Cuban. Why was he blasting Mark Cuban? Because uh, the a Democrat weak on China. That's why. Oh, that's what people are saying. <laughs> but but yeah, makes stupid, sense. Stupid stupid stuff. Anyways, it's Twitter Twitter yeah. beef. 
they they just want to hate on China. They just have to have something to hate. If we don't hate yeah, exactly. something, then people don't work hard. Yeah, the CIA <laughs> create a new enemy that's not COVID. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Who cares? Uh, nothing you can do. Nothing you can change. You, you yeah. Like nobody voted for Bill Barr or Mike Pompeo. Both ex CIA bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's that's how the government works. Like it's crazy. You can you can elect judges in places. You can elect yeah. all the politicians, but then when it gets to the higher level, nobody gets elected. They just get handed the job. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I I uh I read somewhere that there's more uh more people paid by the Koch brothers working as administrators in the government than people that are elected officials. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, intelligence. Yeah. If anybody knows anything about espionage. That's who has control of all the information. Yeah. The assistance. <laughs> and the but yeah, so uh, just to skip through the last news, uh, China hackers on COVID versus Russia hackers on COVID. So you guys might have noticed the news a couple weeks ago. Russia tried to hack into Canada's COVID-19 vaccine research. Uh, Russian ambassadors to Britain rejects allegation of Corona vaccine ha hacking. Uh, Russian hackers, UK, US, and Canada allege Russian cyber attacks on COVID-19 research centers. And I think we might've even discussed it briefly. It was like, the U they don't say this stuff without knowing it. They, don't, they aren't gonna blame Russia. And it was like some agency, you can look it up, some agency, said that was specific some agency did the attack or some people did the attack and it's those people have been traced to russian intelligence in the past so even if it wasn't russian intelligence or russian state although these agent these ip addresses that they found or tracked down have been tied to russian state in intelligence um it's russians or someone working for them so that's the big one but now, uh, and Australia has been saying this for months, uh, <laughs> Chinese hackers are, have been charged in theft of trade secrets and also probed for coronavirus, the Department of Justice said. And along, like, along with US accusing China of sponsoring the criminal hackers there. So they've been charged, that China attack's getting deeper uh, and I'm, I'm almost positive it's worldwide here. I'm going to click an Al Jazeera article cause I can trust them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like leave information out of Qatar. Yeah. But yeah, two, <laughs> two alleged Chinese hackers stole terabytes of data. And, uh, it was from a, some biomedicine firm, biotech firm. Chinese nationals Li Zhao and Dong Jie participated in a multi-year cyber espionage campaign that stole weapons designs, drug information, software source code, as well as targeted dissidents and Chinese opposition figures. Contact details for Li and Dong were not immediately available. China calling it slander as always. So yeah, the, this attack is just getting bigger where U.S. tries to flex its international uh, global politics geo muscle whatever you want to call it and uh the rest of the world just 
has to watch and so, I guess support the U.S. or condemn Not support China them. or what? I don't know what we're supposed to do, but uh, I you gotta pick I don't a side. This stuff's gonna get gonna get enforced because Canada can't even protect themselves against China right now. Yeah, <laughs> we're a bunch of pussies. Yeah. Well, I think but, we're bought out by the no, Chinese. We're, do, we're doing good. We we are. We're, I, we're playing both sides, unfortunately, and Ch- China's I, really rallying against us. But we picked up the, the Huawei Trudeau's, executive and ex- exiled him. But also yeah. two Canadians, two prolific Canadians have been accused of being spies and are in Chinese jail right now. And that's not fair. That's not cool. Free Michael yeah. Sporvig. Free that other dude. <laughs> uh, but what were you saying, Todd? Sorry. Trudeau's Baba the Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. he was for a while. Yeah, he's really a global globalization lover, Chinese yeah. D sucker, maybe. <laughs> Not Christina Freeland, who's like the should respect women, <laughs> which I I agree with that. Yeah, hundred percent. Why is not like why are people protesting for woke shit that doesn't even make fucking sense when like women have to be covered up in certain places and there's still fucking black slaves in africa like what the what yeah I know. why are we not fighting for those things to get fixed instead of this bullshit stuff that's here like oh i was born into a poor family instead of a rich family like yeah. i was like i was born in a man's body instead of a woman's body like yes and you have the means to fix that here like you can't do that in a place where you're you can't even eat and drink water without it being fucking unclean and filthy and dying from disease like <laughs> you don't even have the opportunity to get to self-actualization where you're like oh i would feel like of course no one's ever going to be bruce jenner if they fucking die of leprosy as a child <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> yeah like, like no one's going to be a professional athlete who's seen the upper echelon <laughs> everything in their life and is like you know what? I don't care. Like, I'm sick of dressing up as a woman in private. I'm going to become one. For real. Like, to respect to the dude for doing it, or the, sorry, respect to Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> sorry for dead naming. Sorry for all that shit. Total apologies. Slipped my head. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Res- total respect. 100% respect. Uh, it, I'm trying to say, they're, it's awesome that they've lived out their life. America was great for allowing them to do that and supporting uh, the whole athlete, athlete program and bringing a lot of athletes who otherwise wouldn't be marketable or financially successful to the Olympics to win on the world stage and be the top and allow um, Caitlyn Jenner to win all those gold medals and be like, the top of the sport and get so super rich and have the opportunity to meet someone like Chris Jenner. And maybe that made her more uh, rich and famous. Maybe not. Maybe it was just the Wheaties contracts and being an athlete either way, set for life. Uh, but yeah, imagine living that life. And uh, maybe a lot of celebrities don't feel fulfilled. Uh, maybe a lot of celebrities have some sort of issue or secret or athletes. Same thing. I'm sure a lot don't. But the fact that uh, an athlete's comfortable coming out as that and um, 
making that change is pretty pretty wild. I don't know if it's woman of the year worthy. I think it's like person of the year worthy, like for sure. Like, cause just uh, homosexuality and gender in sports is so. Yeah, I just feel like there's so many other people that yeah. like don't have the money and opportunity and white guyness that he had beforehand. Exactly. You know, to get exactly. to where he did. Exactly. So, so I understand like, that people want everyone to get to that opportunity, but you, I think people need to just think about people in Africa and get those people to an opportunity where they can be like, oh, maybe I could drop, ride in a car one day or have a house with running water or electricity. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I'm the main not thing is... The, I'm not knocking the mistreatment, though. I was trying to respect Caitlyn Jenner. And yeah trials and tribulations but yeah what are what are you saying boss we we gotta the main thing is we gotta get people woke to the idea of like the economic distress we're putting on these countries that, that more than anything is like the problem we're yeah. fucking siphoning all the money out of these places they need to do we don't even need to fix the places they need to be able to just be allowed to do what they want yeah and then they'll fix themselves they don't want to live in shitholes yeah nobody does yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I respect the protests. Yeah. I don't understand riots. I think human rights is really important and equality is super important. And yeah, maybe we've got to bring things up here to push the rest of the world to catch up, but um if you if you can support causes that help bring the rest of the world up to speed or like do like Akon and build the infrastructure capitalist ways over there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, that's awesome but yeah i don't like populist stuff i don't like cia influencing the government um so that's why i thought it's important to talk about that stuff share that news with you guys <laughs> sorry for going off on a tangent on uh transgendered issues but i that's the other thing i i think i don't know if a lot of maybe there are a lot of left-leaning podcasts and i just don't hear them i listen to joe rogan and i think uh he's pretty disrespectful to the whole thing like which i don't i don't blame him it's the questioning mind i understand but there's no there's no respect to it like if you're gonna have all these people that are against that agree with you um biological science is the only way to identify someone's gender or one of the ways to identify someone's sex or whatever you want to say yeah. Even though that can't even actually, like, genes don't match organs always. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, <laughs> so, like, that that's not explainable. So, and, yeah, maybe he's addressed that. But, like, to just be like, oh, yeah, Caitlyn Jenner killed somebody, and maybe that's why they rushed the surgery. <laughs> and to say shit like that is mind-blowing. <laughs> even <laughs> though it's probably true. <laughs> it's mind-blowing. To disrespect yeah. them all the time and then say that. Well, one thing for me is like, like we're all—he's always talking about him, but he's never had one on a yeah. transgender person. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like exactly. Well, why are we having this conversation about people that don't community. get a chance to talk? You know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Where's the transgender comedians on his pod? Where's any yeah. transgendered person who gets to talk about this? Like, stuff? I know they're out there. I've met them. I know yeah, they exist. Exactly. <laughs> Say why J.K. Rowling's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. 
So crazy. Why has RuPaul not been on his podcast? Yo, for real though, that would be a good one. Yeah. Fuck that. How do we get the hotline to Joe? RuPaul is so funny. Yeah. RuPaul needs to be on his pod to just I think I think that's it. That'd be hilarious. Joe Rogan just needs someone like that to like because I think he would res- he totally respects that guy. Or yeah. RuPaul's a guy. Or girl. Yeah. What, depending I, yeah, on Yeah, I'm not what, sure. That's why I just He's fluid. RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. Fluid. And maybe that's maybe I'm using the wrong pronouns and I'm, I apologize if that's the case. But I think yeah. yeah, I understand not respecting pronouns and respecting Jordan Peterson and maybe the trans that people don't feel comfortable going to Joe Rogan's studio with him and Jamie there. Yeah, maybe he's like, asked them and they've said no. Yeah, like I I would that's love true, to hear bro. more. I would love to hear more on it. And if anybody who is trans can get onto his pod, that would be pretty pretty dope but uh <laughs> the one other thing i don't like about jre not to rally against him but just we're gonna we're gonna pour this in add this into the bonus pod is he's not for legalizing drugs because he doesn't understand socialism uh <laughs> systems <laughs> like you know how your driver's license works yeah imagine if it was like that but you have to go do the driver's test every six months with a doctor <laughs> <laughs> like that would be okay. that would be drugs it would be like oh you you want legal heroin that's fine you get this prescription yeah you have to come to a cognitive test and check in every three to six months like just works the same way as every other prescription and it's yeah i know you don't need any ailments you just like the same way people already go to their doctor and ask for stuff <laughs> you just do that yeah i know it's super easy to get like uh like imagine stuff if that's just, made by in a into a pill you know exactly. they don't even seem to care you just show up and you say i'm anxious and i have back problems exactly <laughs> if you and this this is, it's crazy how many problems this fixes like you increase people's awareness to the drugs because they get information up front um and there's means to get drugs uh so yeah, yeah that whole aspect and that creates a new kind of uh industry culture culture yeah and industry and revenue so there's that for when you bring down the drug war lower the police presence whatever but even if you don't do that you can focus the police on the illegal activity and there's going to be a lot of illegal activity stomped out and the stuff that exists left you could have a lot more police focusing on a lot less activity so they could actually stop it and then, at, so once you run out of those revenues or those war on drug revenues slow down, then you can start to break down the police um, and sort of have a, like a phase out, phase through program. But yeah, yeah, why would you not want to make the illegal market smaller while you're promoting doing illegal drugs? Yeah, I know. It doesn't make it's, any sense. It doesn't make any sense other than he's a fucking government show. But, uh, I, I don't get why they've this ever wanted anti-police this. protest to me it's like really like yeah the whole like what why don't they want to make all this money i don't understand yeah it's like they they hate money or something yeah well i think <laughs> there's it's a C, it could potentially be the cia and it's like easier for them to make money than that's and that's the, a lot of Plus, theories it's like you know that like meme where it's like 
It's like <laughs> CIA uh, pharmacists. Yeah. So, and then there's like a third arm coming in underneath that's like cartels. And yeah. It's like illegal drugs. <laughs> so all of those, you can give illegal money to politicians and no one sees it. As a pharmacist company, you can lobby up front. As a CIA, you can handle behind the scenes. So they've got all aspects covered, right? Like yeah. Illegal bribes, <laughs> um, <laughs> upfront bribes, handling with muscle. So it's pretty crazy um, to, when you consider it from that aspect. Yeah. But I, I, another I, thing. Uh... A guy who does this podcast in front of American flag and has a bunch of Navy SEALs on, like, and is pro-police rather than defunding the police and refunding social services. Like, of course he's going to be any drug war. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he fucking smokes DMT on the pot or does mushrooms with Duncan Trussell on the pot or has <laughs> fucking Brian Redband, probably one of the biggest cokeheads of all time on the pod. <laughs> who really yeah. knows? I'm kidding. I love Brian Redband. <laughs> trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, did you have anything else to say, Todd, or any gripes with the Joe Rogan uh, I ideology know. I don't think that so he anymore. claims is uh, cen- like centrist or bipartisan, but is definitely like <laughs> like uh, <laughs> right winged? <laughs> you think so? I don't socially, think so. Socially, I don't think, and somewhat not fiscally, but maybe I think he doesn't understand. <laughs> policy yeah but he's accidentally supporting the right side yeah yeah well, I, <laughs> by I not like giving he's like not he's giving people a voice to say explain why the left side's wrong without people explaining why the right side's wrong <laughs> well he has those people on i feel like who, maybe you just haven't who? seen kyle Kalinsky, you ever watch him yes he was on a while ago Kyle Kalinsky's on once in a while, and he he is he usually is a bone to pick with Joe. Yeah, but is like that. You can't just have one person on. Yeah, I like know. You we have should have more people, people like that are super deep intersected into it. Yeah, like but yeah, like, I I also understand that. Like I'm anti woke. I think woke unfortunately has infiltrated a lot of these people to the point where you can't sit with them for three hours. <laughs> there, there are still good people he could have on. Yeah, there's tons of good people. Like, like David Pakman. I don't know if you know him. I like that he guy. Had Pakman on before too. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, Pakman's good. And yeah. uh, there's a Canadian guy. I don't know his real name. The Humanist. True. He had the people from the Hill on. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. When you got like four or five people out of the week are comedians, cage but- fighters, and right wing people, and like maybe one or two a month are these left people. It's well, the, the thing it's, is too, it's using your platform however you want to, which I'm not arguing against. I think it's okay. The other thing too is those are just like his friends. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, those exactly. are just people he hangs out with. Because it's and his friends and the he, people he hangs out with. He only really brings on left-leaning people because people are like, why do you have all these right-wingers on? It's like, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't know them. Yeah. They don't well, ask no, to come on my show. I actually, I actually like the idea ideas behind a lot of it but i've i kind of question it because i've been questioning the left so much lately like i've been questioning the woke 
stuff. So it kind of made me step back and be like, wait, what's going on in my head and the influences I'm receiving? Yeah. You know, being high guy. Yeah. Being high makes you think about yourself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And on that note, I want to take a bow toe. Because yeah. uh, you guys keep listening to the pod. Our followers, our uh, listens, subs, keep climbing. We love that. Uh, we appreciate the few ratings. Uh, we know it's hard to get a rating on a podcast, but if you could go to Apple uh, Podcasts and just rate us on there, even if you like a different podcast player, we'd really yeah. appreciate the rating. Uh, anything else? You, oh, yeah. Did I already tell you to subscribe to the YouTube? Subscribe to the Clips channel. Uh, we're trying to get to a thousand on that. That's our goal. And then we'll start busting out the bongs unless a uh, licensed producer wants to send us some butt early to try review, promote. Whatever <laughs> you want. Uh, we don't care if you share, but we respect sharing. We love it. If you do, even if it's to hate on us, <laughs> uh, what's what? Oh, oh geez. Oh, God. Oh, what I a way to all, send out. all my shit out. <laughs> Need new pants there. Yeah, yeah. Follow the IG if you're not already, because uh, we could get kicked off of YouTube any day now. <laughs> we know they're shadow banning us. If you search rap drugs, yeah. nothing comes up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what did you have anything else to say, brother? Uh, yeah, send money to the PayPal so Jason can order some new pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, new underwear. Um, I'm gonna get a five pack. I'll just take one pair out and give the rest to a homeless man. Uh, and yeah, Todd needs some money for new headphones. He's got some bills to pay. Uh, someone's looking for him at the dispensary too. He said he just wanted a sniff test and ran out with the bugs. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he might have he might have some some lawyer. Oh, some motherfuckers' money. Yeah. 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 Uh, rap drugs rap drugs pod (laughs) thanks for listening